Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For wherever the Bills want to do late in the first round, whether it is beef up wide receiver, whether it is add some big bulk in the middle on the defensive line and a guy like Devondre Sweat or Byron Murphy from Texas as well if he's, if he's there, I think they're in a good spot to get a guy, not just to come in and wear a jersey like Mozzie Smith did for the Cowboys this year, but a good guy that can produce as well. Good answer there, I thought. Ryan Fowler, our guest today from Bleacher Report on potential defensive line candidates in round one. He said, I wrote it down so I know. I have it. If Byron Murphy were available to the Bills at pick 28, they should take him. If it's Tavondre Sweat, they should pass. Sweat was the guy Cody Carpentier was hot for at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. He's the more big-bodied guy. That's why I asked the follow-up about the style of player you're looking at there. Um, you know, more of a Ed Oliver type or more of a space-eater type. And I feel like the space-eater types, I feel. I think I've heard Chris Trapasso say this too, like you probably don't want to use premium assets on those that style of guy. Hmm. Also specialists. <clears throat> yep. There's also, to me, like, I know they're going to need guys there. Obviously, they got to fill out, they got to, you know, they, they've, they only have a handful of guys as uh, as holdovers coming back, and some of them barely played this year. So they're, they're going to need players there. But it's a rotational position for them. And that, and I know a lot of teams do that, and it doesn't mean you don't need good players there, but man, I, I just... I'm 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 picking a guy to say it, it, if I draft a guy that's that penetrating type that's like an Ed Oliver type. I just paid Ed Oliver. I, I'm I'm gonna, I'm playing Ed Oliver sixty percent of the time. I'm drafting a guy in the first round to play forty percent of the snaps. Like, what am I doing here? I'm not. I I am struggling with that. Whereas I'm drafting a receiver to replace Gabe Davis. I mean, if that's a if that ends up being a true plug and play scenario, that's ninety percent or more of the snaps on offense. Right, I, I agree. Stephen is next. Hi, Stephen. Hey guys, how's it going today? Great, thank you. Um, I just want to say I enjoy the show every day. Listen to it after I teach the kids every day. Um, I got two questions for you guys. Well, two things. Okay. The first thing, funny, is I'm actually a Miami Dolphins fan, but you guys brought up your favorite Bills moment in the last five years. Um, fortunately, I was at that playoff game with the perfect game, and that was just like the stamp there to like close the division out. It's wide open now. I mean, obviously, Buffalo's had its rain on it the last few years, but 
that was just a cool moment to end that dynasty forever. And then mm-hmm. my second question is, Bills don't have Gabe Davis. Their cornerbacks are getting older, Tredavious White, and then they have the safety issue. How would you order the order they should draft with receiver, corner, and safety? I'll hang up and listen. Okay, Stephen. I mean, that depends somewhat on what the strength of the draft is, but that corner is bigger. Like corner, they they have, they might have a starting position or two open at safety where they might they might be looking at their depth chart in a little bit of a tougher spot where they do have Douglas and Benford and maybe Trey White at corner. So maybe corners less a position of need. And, and if Elam, I mean Elam's a big piece in that. I think if they can count on him at all, which I don't know if they can. That is at best a project, right? Isn't it? Yeah. At yep. best. So I'm kind of past him. But you're right. He's a name. He's part of it. Um, I think corner is the more important position, but the Bills might need safety more when we get there. I agree. I um, I would go far enough to say I would not prioritize corner. That doesn't mean they won't pick one uh, or who knows, maybe even two. They've got ten picks. It is an important position. Um, but we'll see. What, it, what does it cost to retain Dane Jackson? Um, that might be a very modest free agent that you can keep, and that gives you even more help there. Um, I, I I think given the financial situation and the medical situation, the, the move is to cut Trey White. And I, I don't I, – that doesn't feel good uh, to say, but I'm not counting on him. I'd sooner count on Elam at this point than White. Um, j- just because of the of the money and the injuries, um, I'm I'm really concerned about that. They'd know better what his recovery timeline is and what what even his headspace is um, about you know getting back and and you know being a significant contributor. But boy, I I think given their cap situation, that could be a tough one. They would and save that, six million. Uh, yeah, right, and that and that could change. Um their plan and that could change my opinion about prioritizing corner too with Jackson being a free agent on top of that. So we'll have to see what they do there. But um, so I mentioned, I feel like Elam, if, if they have reason to feel decent about Elam, um, I'm not saying you have to trust that, but they, they might not prioritize corner given their other needs. But it's not likely that they are feeling good about Elam. I would, would you, push back on that i mean he, he was literally inactive uh yeah. who, who knows to what extent he was hurt i mean they did put him on ir he hopefully he had some injury for them to do that but really just never got into a place where he helped where he helped the bills so sal had the theory that one of their coaching hires to hire a cornerbacks mm-hmm. coach what they didn't have might be with elam in mind so you know there, there's no reason for them really to give up entirely uh, with his contract and everything, you know, you just want you want to give yourself the time that you have to try to get there with him. But I, I think it would be a surprise if he got to a point where he was reliable. And the only way he's going to play anything significant is if he is. Um, that'll be interesting to watch. Let's go to Paul next. Hi, Paul. Hey, Mike. Uh, I think what we could do pretty much solves all our problems, plus freeze us up for 2025, is grab two safeties and a wide receiver for $15 million or less in free agency, uh, get rid of four of the receivers, just keep Shakir, 
Um, and then but the other four receivers only put up 2,170 yards. I think it's safe to say that Shakir and Kincaid can put up 300 yards more than last year, which knocks that number down to 1,870. So that frees up six guys for the four receiver positions of free agent, shorter, Hamler, and the three rookies. And then trade our 2025 pick to get back into the late first, early second. So that gives us five picks in the first, 99 picks. How are you moving on from Stefan Diggs? Uh, second round pick. You're trading him. You can t- tra- trade him to the Bears. The Bears can move down a few times off their number nine pick and get down to 35. That, and, you know, they got that. They got the Caleb Williams contract where they're. They and, got like you're, 70, you're, and, you're for the, for, and your plan for the thirty-one million dollars in dead money is what exactly? Yeah, yeah, it only costs you three, it only three or four million more than it cost you today at twenty-seven million. You know. Right, but he's not on the team. He's not on the team. Um, but your but your first round pick is. I, I of course, I got it. But, uh, well, I yeah, like I said, you're you're, you're only trying to replace twenty-one hundred and seventy yards for those four guys, which is peanuts. I know, but you're talking about trying to win a Super Bowl with Justin Shorter and KJ Hamler. Like, okay, you're going to have a rookie, maybe two. Well, only four of those six guys need to come through. You're yeah. only trying to fill four spots. I, I don't know. For for me, the Bills have way more credibility uh, with Diggs on the team. But look, I mean, it's not unanimous. Yeah, his play where. I, I I don't disrespect the take that the Bills should move on from Diggs. It's better, and the caller did. You sort of have it figured out mm-hmm. financially. The caller did. the the prop the the biggest hang up I think with Diggs, I would say, is not his attitude or whatever he thinks of Allen or any of that stuff we talk about. It's that the Bills have not gotten anything from him in their biggest games. The playoff game, he dropped a critical pass. One of the hugest plays Kansas City got away with on their way to a Super Bowl was the Diggs drop. The the luck chart had the two biggest mm-hmm. luck plays for Kansas City being that play and the Bass miss that followed it. Like He had a small game when they needed him the most. And the same thing happened last year. He's had a lot of good games. I'm not ignoring that. But everything this year is going to be about how do the Chiefs win and the Bills lose? And the Niners and the Ravens and other teams in Dallas can ask themselves the same questions. That's what everybody has to figure out. What do they do right that we don't? And Travis Kelsey had a year where it was kind of pretty close to unanimous. People thought maybe this is kind of the end for the elite Travis Kelsey. Not that he will retire, but he's not producing like he used to. And then the playoffs came around and what happened? He Mash. he was awesome in all four games. He was huge for them. That's what like I'm not saying Diggs isn't great. I want to say like that's that's great players. Diggs mm-hmm. is a great player, but several times the, the the Bills identity is not the word I want. The, the Bills right now are a team seen as come up short in the playoffs. Gr- great regular season team not Kansas City or even Cincinnati in the playoffs. That's their rep. And Diggs has contributed to that. And he might think that it's not his fault. That one pass is tough for that take. But, you know, it, 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 there's other factors. The coordinator, play calling, the quarterback, pass protection in the Bengal game. He makes that one move with his hands. Allen is under pressure on that play. doesn't even know it. Just the bottom line is he has not given them much in the games where they've needed him the most. And it's that 
that makes me want to be, be willing to listen to mm-hmm. the bill should move on. Because I'm not going to assume he's going to put up the same numbers. He's 30. Like, I wouldn't assume that. It's possible, but I wouldn't assume it. But I would assume he's going to be more productive than K.J. Hamler or Justin Schroeder or maybe even the rookies the Bills could replace him with. Uh, I still would. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know that that – I appreciate that, um, and it's right. There is only a $3 million difference between the dead number and what you're paying him. So, you know, if you wanted to do it, you could find your way to it. Um, I just don't think in a, in, a, in a window where they're still thinking about – they'd have to be thinking about going full-on Chiefs, like who are your receivers, basically. And that means not, and not even like MVS or Juju like last year. Like you're just – you are starting over, and that just seems – hard to comprehend them doing yeah yeah that's that's what i think too i mean shakir's okay kincaid is interesting you know he's promising had a good rookie season their offense is still weird for me no matter what they do with the davis role like it's Knox is Knox is one of the highest paid players they've got what is is he just going to sit so they can get shakir on on the field in the slot and kincaid's their number one pick like Knox has to fit into that i doubt they caught him because of his his salary numbers so you want Shakir on the field, you want Kincaid on the field. I think they're going to end up wanting Knox on the field in some way. And so, okay, I'm at two tight ends again, or I'm having one of those guys come off. It doesn't have to be every play. I'm not saying every play. Mm-hmm. Um, it leads me, as we've talked about, and we'll certainly do more of it, to a place where I think they will be the run-heavy team they were at the end of the season. Because I think their personnel will lead them to that. It's going to be hard to fill – the the Davis role, you know, with someone like I like Hollywood Brown, but they might not be able to to do that right. uh, financially, or a rookie is, is a hard sell for that. I, and they won the other way, so I bet there's a name running back that's new to this team that'll cost less than even Hollywood Brown um, to go with Cook and make them a little bit more multidimensional, you know, a better Murray, a better Murray in the backfield, and that'll kind of be the the Bills. And Allen can still win them games, you know? I think I think that's what I think that's where we're headed. Circumstances dictate it. And they had success. 803-0550 for your calls. Thank you, Paul. We'll look for more of you at, on the on the phones. <laughs> Can anybody see over there? Are there more of you on the phones? I told you my brain's already off for, the, for next week. I, my brain went to Boston early. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.